1: Welcome to the Attacking Scrum podcast where Welsh rugby matters. If you love Welsh rugby, then this is the place for you. The snow may have put pay to a lot of rugby this weekend, but we'll have loads for you in the next hour or so. Uh, we'll be looking ahead to Wales versus Italy, of course, uh, examining what to make of George North not playing this weekend. And if you thought I was miserable after Wales lost to Ireland, you can imagine what the Dragons game has done to me this weekend. Uh, big big thanks, as always, to our sponsors, So Coffee Trades. Um, and they're giving away uh, a chance to get your hands on some goodies this week, so uh, make sure you give them a follow on Twitter, at So Trades, uh, and follow the instructions on there, and you could win some, some coffee, some mugs... Uh, cafetier I think up for grabs on there as well uh, Mam who's with me Hasn't managed to get his hands on a coffee But he is a mug We've got Dan Killick with us once again How are you Dan?
0: I'm good Jed Had a uh, nice drive over from the house Listening to um, Massive Attack and Teardrop
1: Nice Yeah 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 I, yeah, like that. I
0: was uh, on Rolling back the years Yeah what was that 1998 mm. The album Mezzanine Love that Yeah so um, yeah Absolutely uh, in
1: fine form here that's good, that's it's considerably cooler than you telling me before we came on air that you were falling asleep watching Shetland, whatever that is. Is Is that is that another BBC drama that you've got into, is it? Yeah, it is, yeah.
0: Yeah, I suppose you're all over Netflix, are yeah. right? you? What's Netflix?
1: Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, all over Netflix at the moment. We're on uh, Fargo Series 3 at the moment. Yeah, what you, it, know, you, it, you watch that one? Fargo? No, yeah.
0: no. I've, I've, yeah, the boys are recommended loads of sort of these things on Netflix, but I'm... I'm, I'm sort of silent to your witness. Guns, yeah. yeah, yeah, all, all Spectre over those Morse ones. reruns
1: i t v three kind of guy
0: yeah. I do need i know I do need to get Netflix, but um yeah, maybe one day,
1: well actually we're going to be talking about uh evolution in digital technology later on and uh, the way rugby games are broadcast, so we'll get onto that uh in the very first part of the show, in fact, so if you've not listened before, we split the show up into three parts, the first of which is fact or fiction, uh which is coming up right now uh Stay tuned later on, because obviously we'll be focusing on the the Wales versus Italy game. We're going to do that in the last part of the show, and we'll be picking our side, so make sure you stay tuned for that. Uh, But in the meantime, Fact or Fiction is where we debate a series of statements to get to the bottom of the big rugby issues from this week. Um, And there's only really one place I can start at the moment, Dan, and that's with with that Dragons result. Obviously, there wasn't a huge amount of rugby this weekend as a result of uh, the weather, but we're going to start with the... Start with the Dragons game, which unfortunately did go ahead. And the statement is this Bernard Jackman needs the end of the season to come very, very quickly. Fact or fiction. <laughs> um, fiction, I'd say, because
0: need they, they need to they need to uh you know get a get a bit sorted, I'd say, this side of you know, this season really before coming into before coming See? into next. I don't think it'll be an automatic complete turnaround yeah. for next season just looking at you know looking at everyone that's coming in I know there's going to be more people due to be announced soon but um, they, they've got a lot to be sort, sorting out this year so I would say
1: fiction on that Well as I, yeah that's, it's an interesting point I mean I, I just think from a from a pressure point of view there's a lot of disgruntled fans out there at the moment off the, particularly off the back of that result so I mean Southern Kings haven't won a game all season and this wasn't just a you know, it wasn't just a, a sneaky victory. You know, the bonus point after forty-five minutes—they ran riot, and
0: it looked like a Saturn's
1: game, didn't it? Yeah, it did. And I mean, there's loose and there's loose. It was. I know they. It was so open. Yeah, I, it was, and I just think you know, yeah, there's. I think quite rightly, there's a lot of anger around this, and as you know, anyone who's listened to this before has said that you know I really want the you know I want this new incarnation of the dragons to work, you know, I know there's a lot of exciting signings out there and stuff, but the fact of it at the moment is that you look at the you look at the statistics, and this has been a really you know one of the worst seasons that the the dragons have ever have ever inflicted. So how much how much truth do you see in their kind of we've got to get worse before we can get better kind of analogy or do you actually think that they should be putting together better performances right now.
0: Yeah, for for me, the performances should be better right now. Um, I don't think that's uh, that well thought out a comment. Mm. Um, I reckon Jackman would probably, you know, if we had him on here now, he'd probably say that as well. Yeah. The you know the performances have been have been getting worse, haven't they? And the players that are there, okay, you know, a number of them. You know, aren't probably at that level, but they're not as bad as they're playing at. So yeah. that's why a lot of the fans will look at it and say, "Well, as a as a man manager, you've got you know you can get you can get sort of it sounds bad, isn't it, but like average, you know, average players. You have to get those players playing at the very mm. the very highest of their own ability. And at the moment, they're not they're not. So that's probably where you know you and and well and me as a, as a Welsh rugby fan as well. Mm. Uh, are are frustrated because there a number of them are playing well below par.
1: Yeah, I think it's a really interesting point and that's another thing that's that's really quite worrying is obviously we know you said really early on in the season that there's a lot of players in the squad who aren't up to scratch and won't be there next season. Now a lot of those players who played on on Friday night are going to be there this se- uh, in the in the forthcoming season and that's the bit that that definitely you know, strikes alarm bells, you look at it and go, Okay, well it's fine, you know, it's it's all very exciting having Ross Moriarty and Richard Hibbard and Jordan Williams and these kind of players coming in, but there's so, there were some exciting players out on display on on Friday night. You know, you've got the likes of, of Leon Brown into the mix, you've got young Barbos at, at scrum half, some of these players that um Wainwright came off the bench that's the thing that worries me is a lot of those players are gonna be there next year. Uh, you know, the vast majority of them are and it just feels like it's, wor- it's worrying signs when that's the best, you know, that's the performance that they've they put together. They've been out of form for some while now, but losing to the Kings is is a new low.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. They need they need to sort of work on, I think work on a number of the plays really to improve, improve upon what they're doing. I think there seemed to be a good bit of direction at the beginning of the season. Mm. And now it seems yeah, to I be... Yeah, I thought that. It seems to be they They're just completely a a awash with everything,
1: so what's changed? has it been these these kind of comments that says you know the current squad isn't up to scratch? Do you think that's upset the the dressing room
0: well i don't know we don't
1: we don't, we won't know will we mm. because we're not in there. i mean maybe he's you know he's saying
0: that outwardly but then inwardly he's having you know one to ones and 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 really sort of working them hard um as a as a manager of of people we we don't know mm. do we um from the outside, it looks as if Jackman's probably fairly brutal, and you know once he makes a comment, yeah, he'll, he'll sort of he'll still stand by that. Um, so I guess it's you know has
1: he lost the has he lost the dressing room? I suppose you, 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 you're saying here. Well, that's the you know that's the the worst possible scenario because if that's the case, it kind of doesn't matter who's coming in on the in the summer because there you know there will be a lot of players coming in, but you're still going to need the bulk of that squad to. Um, to form the foundation of of your side, you know there's there's some exciting signs coming in, but you're going to need people like Max Williams and 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 Leon Brown, these kind of players to step up and and do a job for you next year. They, you know it's going to be absolutely vital. So I really hope it isn't the case, but um, the, for me, I would be I would be saying fact, like I think that I think Bernard's put all his eggs in that basket of saying right, it's going to come together next season, and I really hope it does but at the moment I can't see kind of I can't see where that those wins are coming from I yeah, can't that, see you know I can't see where that performance is going to go okay cool next season's going to be something to look forward to I think it just needs to come they need to get I think having a pre-season together will help I think having some proper training time in as a as a team will help and it's you know I think I think they're going to need results quite quickly next year you know this whole season's a write off and this will all be forgotten if they start putting together winning rugby next year but I think it's going to have to happen quite quickly. We to need to see a massive step up from what we're watching at the moment. Well, it can't get any it can't get any
0: worse, can it? So it, it will improve. It will improve next year. Do you think there's anything in in it that um, maybe you know, the dragons are concentrating a little bit
1: too much on off the field, um, as opposed to on the field? Do you mean off the field is in what they're trying to do around the region or? Yeah. Yeah, off the tail, as in going surfing in Port Elizabeth. No, no, I
0: mean, there's you know, you teams have got to do that, and they've got to have your downtime, and mm. every every side will do that. It's just not always documented. But no, I mean, you know, the focusing on you know taking the, you know taking the game out to the region. That's obviously a massive thing that in the long run is going to be huge. But you, do you think there's anything in in it that there may be. Sort of almost not caring too much about what's happening this season on the pitch. It it, it
1: it seems hard to believe that that would be the case. Yeah, I don't think it. I don't think it is. I, you know, I think that, I think a lot has, a lot of effort has gone into that, and I think quite rightly, it's needed to. And I know a lot of people have been kind of quick. You know, when the attendances have been poor, have been quick to point out and go, "Oh yeah, well, you know, where's the where's the influx of people coming down from coming down from outside Newport to come and watch the side play." But the reality is, I think all of that, like we said before, that all comes with with when you're playing exciting winning rugby, and that's not come this year, so I do think those things were needed to address. I'd be very surprised if it was taking place at the expense of rugby, you know, as much as Jackman has come in to be a you know a figurehead and you know to spearhead the this new version of the dragons, first and foremost, he's a coach and he's got to get that out of the players, which is why I think that you need next season to come around, and need, you know, he's, he's basically said himself that this year's a, that this year's a write-off now. But it's small um, margins, isn't
0: it? Like it, it's obviously. Well, it was on Friday. No, but your main, I mean, in terms of your your attentions, your focuses, because you, you can you can switch off a you know you can switch off a tiny little bit from you know from on the field stuff and be pulled onto other, you know, whether it be you know PR, social media, mm-hmm. whatever it may be, because they are the dragons are doing a lot of stuff, and you just think if there's a slight. You know you've almost got to put because the side is in and the state at which the mm. dragons were at, we can't underestimate that can we? They were in an absolute pickle um, so if you, if your resources are st- stretched a little bit mentally and emotionally, then it can have an effect on on you as a manager um, and what you're putting into the, putting into the side because they just seemed sapped of, of everything there didn't they? Yeah. they didn't seem to have any any direction. they didn't know what I didn't think there was any game plan um at all um i mean the defense has been has been criticized isn't yeah. it but there, there was no uh, i couldn't see which way they were trying to play it was just they were getting pulled from pillar to post and just slotting slotting in because they were having a field day on the other side and they're not they're not a great side at all, real, they were so, like
1: winless up until this point so to say they're not a great side is a massive uh, a massive understatement so you know, look, I I'd, I'd like to think that this is the this is the real low point, and I really hope it is that we look at this and go, okay, you know, we're looking two months into next season, and you're going, okay, that that loss away in Port Elizabeth is all is all but forgotten, but I think the pressure is on. The pressure is massively on now, and that's why I think for me it's it's fact they need to they need to crack on. Mm-hmm. But the reality of the matter is, is you're right. It's not the end of the season. There's judgment day to come. There's a you know string of fixtures that Dragons have got to get through, and you're right. They've got to um, they've got to roll their sleeves up, and uh, and crack on. And and you you know they're going to need some results in there to yeah they, they, to they, put a bit of credit in the bank. Your boys are desperate for a for a, a top quality ten and a centre. Yeah,
0: because there's some good outside backs, full back, uh, you know nine all right. But I would say absolutely desperate for that for a for a you know a ten and a a ten a twelve well a ten and a
1: thirteen really. What do you make of Angus O'Brien? Because he's a player we've seen enough of. Now to me, he's better than Dorian Jones, and he should be out there playing in that in that side. If you ask me, you know, I think so Dorian was 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 off, wasn't he, for a while? Yeah, he has been off playing elsewhere. Yeah, he's been he? playing. He's been playing Re- Premiership rugby. Pre- yeah. And Angus O'Brien's currently on the. Currently on the seventh store, or was on the seventh store, and um, but that to me kind of plus all the rumours of him leaving, it, it makes you think that he's not, um, you know, he's not going to be, he's not going to be flavour of the month. He's not going to be sticking around for much longer.
0: Yeah, I think even if you're not flavour of the month, isn't it? You need to, you need to still work with, especially at the trackings because you yeah. they haven't got the luxury of, of uh, you know, yeah. of other players you can pick on. So. It's sort of scrabbling around for people. I mean, you know, Kurt, you know, Kirchner slotting in, you know, all, all these types of things. I he, thought Kirchner looked he, awful.
1: Actually, yeah, he like did. even at fullback, he's. I, I don't know whether that stint at ten has really knocked his confidence because he's not looked like the. Okay, it hasn't worked out, has it? No, he, and he's, a, you know, he's a really experienced player. You know, he, he's a he's a player who's played for Leinster for a number of years. He's a he's a full international. You'd think there'd be enough experience in a in a player like him. That's you know, he he played like a rookie on Friday, really. Hmm yeah his his confidence is
0: is probably on the floor isn't yeah. it with with as it seemed a lot of, a lot of a lot of those boys um but yeah the Angus of Bright, that's a good it's a good point because you have to, even if players are moving on i think um and he, or you know moving in as in they're going to be taken by someone else or the contracts aren't going to be renewed mm. you still got to work with those boys to get the most out of them especially in this situation and you know if he's you know if he's honest with them um, then I think I think if you if you if you are honest, but equally you're you know, people need an arm around them as well at times, especially if you're if you're losing. Otherwise, you just you're not going to want to turn up. You know you can say that you can you can put that into your own work environment. Mm. You know if you if you don't feel loved, you are not going to put everything in. Yeah. And even if you say you are, you're just not.
1: No, it's a good point. Well, let's move on to another aspect of uh, of that game actually. So. You may, have, um, you may have noticed, I'm not expecting you to have noticed this, Dan, but the uh, the game was broadcast uh, on YouTube and Facebook as well. Um, so I was going to make <laughs> make this statement that the Pro 14 has made a massive step in the right direction by broadcasting the game on digital platforms, fact or fiction. Fact. Yeah. But I'll throw that right over to uh, our media savvy man here sat <laughs> next to me. Okay. I think the truth is it's somewhere it's somewhere in the middle. First off, I think hats off to them for going. there's no rugby on this week you know there's there's so many postponed games this weekend. We've got a game that's being broadcast in South Africa, so there is you know there's a host broadcaster doing it. Let's stick it out for free on YouTube and facebook. I think that's a I think that's a brilliant idea um and they they turned it around really quickly and just went, okay, it wasn't due to be a televised game. Let's do this and that's your idea ahead. wasn't it? It wasn't my idea at all, but it's the kind of thing that I do think. They really need to be looking at because you just need to, you need as much exposure to this game, and you know I think that's the that's where you've got the opportunity to to try and steal a bit of a march on on the Premiership and on other sports. You know that's that's where the that's where the danger is is that other sports are gobbling up young folk, and that's where you've got a you've got the opportunity to get them on these platforms where they're spending a lot of time. Um, so that was very very good. Well, so what are the are the young people spending? How much, Yeah, they spend the vast majority of the time are they on, on channels on so, like YouTube, is it? Yeah, so in those Obviously younger Facebook, those, I see is an obvious one. Yeah, but, but YouTube, YouTube more so, more so. So YouTube to you know to a, that younger generation, that kind of under eighteen to to twenty two generation, spending more and more time on YouTube versus TV. So actually, you know, if you're able to provide them with live sport in that environment, then I think that's a big opportunity to to grow the game. Facebook, likewise, so I think that, you know, kind of hats off for doing it quickly. Now, that fixture probably isn't going to attract a huge amount of people to go, all right, great, I'm in love with Pro 14 Rugby now, because it was a bit of a, you know, the quality wasn't great, as we've, as we've already discussed. The other thing that happened was the the Facebook feed collapsed after 10 oh, minutes. I did see, it came back, I did see that, yeah. and the YouTube one didn't go up until after nearly half-time, so, look, I suppose if you're going to start with any game it's better to get those teething issues out of the way in that in though in that in that environment but this is the kind of stuff I would love to see them do more do more of because the only way that this game is going to get that this league is going to get attractive to anyone is if you can grow it and get more and more people engaged with it and that doesn't come through sticking it on premier sports or whatever that bunty channel that we're expected to subscribe to next year is this is that is exactly the place where where you need to be doing it so I would like to see many 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 more games Broadcasting this environment will we? Great question. Um, we I think we fleet? will see. I think we will see more, but I don't think not enough. Though. I don't think it will be. I don't think it will be a seismic shift in the in the short term. Mm. Yeah, it's a good good question. Eh? All right. Well, I'm glad you answered it. Fa- <laughs> <laughs> fairly, uh, yeah, fairly, fairly short and swift on that one. But yeah, it's a really interesting one. So I think we'll. Um, We'll no doubt revisit that um, at various points throughout the throughout the season and into next season. And one here that's been suggested by uh, Eric Reds on Twitter, and he said, "With so many empty seats at regional grounds, clubs and the Wru should be incentivising uh, kids and parents to fill up the stadium." Fact or fiction?
0: I'd say fact. Fact. Um, again, you can, you can, we could link that to the to the last question, couldn't we? Really, in in terms of picking up. You know a younger audience it starts it starts with people being you know well you you could go as young as you know four or five can't you upwards um we've gotta get people interested at those young ages and and otherwise, I don't think we're gonna i think they'll be lost to other to other other sports mm. or even you know compute gaming whatever yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. it may be and the access. you know this people are people's time you know you've all, you, you know you know a lot more about this than i do but people are uh, people are moving away from rugby in their droves aren't yeah. they um literally in their droves um you know other, other sports that weren't even on the radar when we were a little bit younger um again momentum you know pretty quickly and you know rugby just rugby just isn't so i would say we 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 need to definitely do something to get the younger younger generation in and, and free tickets is probably the way to go
1: yeah, I mean, oh god, and you look at that, at that game on Friday again. Obviously, I keep coming back to it, but you have a massive, great stadium there in Port Elizabeth, and I oh got it looked as though there must have been a couple of hundred there. It looked absolutely dead. Uh, so obviously, I know that's outside of, outside of Wales, but the, the only the only reason I would say potentially it's not quite as clear cut as that is I don't know to the extent. I know that all of the regions are very, very keen on engaging with engaging with schools and I think that has to remain priority. But I, I do think that there's we've said this before when we've had Davon that it's not about us or about people who are season ticket holders. That's not what's going to grow and sustain the game. You have to get a younger generation in and that kind of you take the, take the Scarlets for example. We've been playing amazing rugby and I think now particularly in the you know in the Heineken Cup you've seen with that big game against Toulon packed out parker scarlet's exactly what we want to see and that's the that's the thing it's that kind of casual audience you've got to grab them in and excite them and that's and that's something that you know not just with the live games themselves but with all kind to go back to the previous the previous point as well with all of those social platforms we've said this before anything good that happens in the pro 14 they need to be shouting about and showing and actually this is something that we're going to talk about in Simbin a bit later on, but Paul Price, who's a regular listener, he mentioned that the Pro 14 put up a, like a, a top 10 tries feature on social recently. And they didn't have Ryan Conbeer's one in there from last week. Again, that's just something like that was genuinely a bit, of, a bit of brilliance, a bit of genius, but you've got to be throwing that in front of as yeah. bigger audiences as you can get to go, well, oh, did, these, these are the kind I of tries. I retweeted it twice. Well, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't get a bigger audience than that. Exactly. Um, yeah, in the in the Cowbridge or South West London stakes anyway. Yeah, made the local gem back home. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, you know, they're
0: they're exactly the thing. Yeah. So I think How good would it be though if um I know the players do, do this from time to time, but if if there was a you know a plan drawn up where a number of the players were going you know, actually came into the schools yeah. and dropped out the t- drop, you know, handed over the tickets, you probably have to and I know this is where it gets really sort of murky and foggy is I think if you start charging the parents to come in, mm. then you, they're, they're probably they're probably not going to go. Because, do you think? Yeah, I do. I do. I, and obviously, then it's really difficult because you've got those people that are going and paying. Yeah, and then you've got those people that aren't. But um, we we have to get the younger people the younger people involved, and once they go there and enjoy it they will they will want to come back, but equally then you've got to look at sort of part time entertainment little things that are going mm. to actually keep the children entertained because if they're going to go along on a on a cold night you know to uh, to some of these you know, to some of these grounds they they're not going to they're not going to enjoy it unless there's, there's little bits of entertainment or little bits of interaction yeah. throughout
1: so there's it's it's a lot more than just well, giving it, away yeah, a free ticket it is and I, you know I would say this it's certainly things that i've noticed across the season I saw that this is a really good piece from, you know, Cardiff Blues coming for a lot of stick, right? But one thing I will say that I've spotted them um, doing this season is like these training sessions on the, on the pitch with the players. So you've got young kids doing like a, a turnover masterclass with, with Sam Warbton and Ellis Jenkins, and they're putting that out on Instagram and things like that. And that, that to me is the really, really important thing is that where you've got, you know, you've got to look within the club and go, right, what are the kind of assets that, that we've got here now? Sam hasn't played a game of rugby for the blues this season he's not going to but he's still you know he's a two times british and irish lions captain uh you know winning one of those and and drawing the other he's got got how many caps he's got for wales wales is most ever caps captain you know that's that's something that that really does mean something yeah. and so if you can if, you know if you can show off to to a younger generation of people that this is the kind of person who personifies the cardiff blues come down Train with him before the game and stick around and watch the game. That is the kind of thing that that will definitely make a difference. So that's the reason yeah, I'm we'll not do. saying. Those... That's the reason I'm not saying fact on this. It's just because yeah. I do think some of those things are happening in the regions. It's just something that we you know we've got to see lots of.
0: Yeah, I I I think things like assemblies, you know, big mm. platforms like that where yeah you know, Warburton or whoever can you know ever can go in and and have a chat, you know, have a chat with um you know to the whole to the whole school really because at the moment I think we're it's certainly with the young people we uh we're doing okay with those that are already, that already have an interest in rugby, but yeah. there's masses that turn, either turn to rugby fairly, you know, fairly late on. And by late on, I mean, sort of, you know, like nine, 10, yeah. you know, not, they're not picking it up at sort of, you know, six, seven. Yeah. And equally for the women, for, you know, for the girls as well, if they're seeing, you know, Warburton come into the assembly on a, you know, it's, it's not going to be able to be a regular basis, but you know, twice a year or something, mm. we will get more people engaging in, in get picking up in the sport, won't they? Because he's such a you know, he's such a figurehead
1: really. Well exactly. Well any any uh pyramid kind of shape needs strong foundations and that's grassroots, right? You you need people playing rugby and so I know we, we talk about it a lot, but that is the most important thing is that you get the next generation yeah. of kids engaged with rugby at a really at I was at really a engaging. I was at a really interesting
0: um I talked the other day with this um institute I'm a member of and uh they've rolled something out in in Scotland recently because mm. it's the um, I think it's the, the the year of the year of the child or something they're trying to like get key things into children from a young age and they, the big one for them is engineering at the moment because we're we you know we used to be huge on sort yeah. of producing things and they they've gone in and they're taking children as young as sort of 4 and 5 um you know men and women and the the stuff that these children are coming out with, like the way the the way they're thinking, they've asked them to sort of come up with a number of solutions to things. It's often linked to their own families. Mm. so they've got some of the families disabled, or and they're coming out with these amazing ideas. And that you could link that straight into rugby, can't you? That unless we're there early, we're gonna miss we're gonna miss masses of people, and certainly in Wales with our population, we can't afford to. And I would say that's the same for you know it'll only benefit England, Scotland, everyone mm. really if it if it comes in at a younger age. So. Yeah, there we are.
1: All right, well, let's move on then to the next statement. George North choosing not to play this weekend is a cause to question his motivation, fact or fiction? Have you seen, this, seen yeah. this story? So, yeah, uh, it, apparently isn't... he was av- available for selection, but kind of chose to make himself not available for sele- selection. And S- Saints stand-in coach Alan Gaffney's been very, very critical of this. Obviously, North is leaving so uh he's leaving northampton at the, southampton uh, he's leaving Northampton at the end of at the end of the season, which you know is uh obviously means i think he can be that bit more critical but do you think that's a, is that a warning sign then for you uh, he's you know he's probably not that motivated for for playing for Northampton at the
0: moment, but i don't think in, i don't think it's anything where there's any question marks over his motivation in rugby
1: um it's just all to do with where he is currently yeah so he's going to be looking after himself. If you were, let's say, let's say the Ospreys' search for a coach goes really badly and they end up with Dan Killick in charge as head coach, and George North, having signed his NDC, is going to move down to he's going to move down and play for the Ospreys, would that worry you as as a head coach this scenario this weekend? Or would you just go, actually, it really? wouldn't bother me at all. Yeah. Um,
0: what I would be more worried about is. Uh, is him getting injured mm. and how much he's going to actually play for a region then yeah. but no this wouldn't at all I don't think there's much there's much in it from
1: a what uh, do you reckon uh, Sloane's weekend and they've
0: he definitely doesn't seem happy about this Gaffney does he no he's, he's I've seen some of the stuff he's come out with yeah. he's he's pretty punchy about it isn't he Um, so I'm, there must have been words before You, I, I can't imagine there'd be uh, this is the first the first time they've had a slight a slight disagreement or something because if it is, it's it's, it's
1: you know, there's gonna be some interesting chats yeah. further, isn't there? I don't know. What do you make of it? I I do find it quite strange actually. I do find it strange. Um I think generally speaking he's had quite a good relationship with the club, hasn't he? And they've I been they've so, been happy it? to you know, I think they've paid fines in the past where he's gone and played for Wales outside the window. So I think they've been very accommodating of his of his kind of desire to play international rugby. But yeah, it's. I, I do find it. I do find it quite strange. I think you're right. I'd, I'd be inclined to agree with you. I don't think you'd all of a sudden be concerned that he's gonna, yeah, you know, that he's taken his, his eye off the ball. What I think he might be doing is looking at it and going, right. Well, Saints have got bugger all to play for this year. Uh, I'm leaving the club, and you know, someone who's been through that amount of injuries in, in you know in his not short career, but you know, still young in his career. Really, he's only twenty five. I think he would probably be looking at it going, right, it's more important that I get back and play for Wales next I week. I think he's had a little YouTube message from Warren Gatland saying uh sack it off. You reckon? You're uh, you like, uh, you're, sta- you're starting next week. Alex Ferguson and uh don't worry Alex about, Ferguson and Ryan Giggs kind of scenario. Yeah,
0: don't worry about Gaffney.
1: Yeah. Well yeah, so, yeah, again, interim interim coach as well. But it's interesting, it's certainly ruffled a few feathers a few feathers there, and I I dare say that Saints fans won't have taken it particularly well, but no, the, I can't that's not, my, that's not my primary concern. No, yeah, absolutely. Alright, uh, what we're going to be doing then in the next part of the show is we're going to have Simbin which is our opportunity to have a moan about things from, uh, <laughs> things from this week's World of Welsh Rugby, um, you may have thought that was what the first part was because we've, we've certainly spent a fair bit of that moaning and most importantly we're going to be having a look at the side that we would pick uh, for the Italy game so all of that is coming up very very shortly. Time then for Sinbin, which, as regular listeners know, is the chance for you to air your frustrations. Uh, every week we reach out to our Facebook group um, and ask them to send in recommendations of what's been annoying them. Uh, if you want to join in on that, make sure you join our Facebook group, which is uh, Wales Rugby Fans. If you just search for that, you can join that. We've got loads of people joining. It's growing really, really quickly and there's no shortage of no shortage of chat and debate on there as well. So make sure you get stuck into that. Uh, right then, a couple of things. Uh, one that's been suggested by Simon Patton is the lack of rugby this weekend. I don't know about you, Dad, but that certainly hit me this this weekend. Yeah, I'm all at sea.
0: Yeah, Absolutely lost. Can't find anything on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're resorting to watching Shetland on BBC iPlayer. Shetland, yeah, catching up with Simon Witness and all the other. Yeah. Luther, all the oh, other bits God, and bobs. Luther's so
1: crap, man. That's so it's obvious. Good. It's not good. It's Did you watch the fourth? It's not good. Fall? Uh, yeah, I quite like that actually. That one's good, not it? Yeah, yeah, I do yeah. like that one. But yeah, lack, uh, yeah. Of ru- lack of rugby has definitely got to me this weekend. Don't like uh, Joe Brown, who's, who messes us again, talking about infighting on forums, which, you know, look, I think is just something that, as long as there is Welsh rugby, there will always be a bit of infighting between fans, to be honest. It's yeah. like never any. It's uh, always going to be. You've got to encourage that, don't you? As and long as it's not too heavy. Look, I'm fine with it as long as it's. As long as it's kind of constructive, and I, I don't think there's any problem with people disagreeing. It kind of winds me up a bit when people are just going out to, um, a if, you know if they're really disrespectful, look, there's no there's no need for that. You wouldn't say it to someone in a pub, would you? Because you know if you, if you sometimes you see the way people talk from behind their keyboards, it's the kind of stuff you get chinned if you mentioned it in a pub. Yeah, so, friendly
0: friendly rivalries,
1: yeah, look friendly rivalries is, is is definitely is definitely what we want. And ultimately, like we were saying earlier, we want people to be passionate and engaged about rugby so it's you know if that's the case then you know i think you can always expect a little bit of it to spill over and as we mentioned earlier as well paul price mentioned um uh, pro 14 not showing combi one to try in their top 10 and also not publishing fixtures and kickoff times which again actually you know is things like that i just don't think there's any excuse for it like you've just got to get those things right they're the basics that you expect from any sporting league you know that it, that, that, that information yeah. is readily available yeah, yeah, I yeah. I would, don't know why. You... I don't know
0: why that's. Um, it's been like this for it's for a long time though, isn't mm. it? It hasn't. It hasn't got any better.
1: It has been, yeah. And you're right. I think it's. It just, yeah, it just seems like a really, really easy thing to to remedy, but hasn't been the case. Which one of these do you want to do? You want to stick in the sim bin, then Dan? Let's go with. Let's go with. What should we go with? Uh, I'm inclined to go the Pro 14 one and go you look you've just got to get that right haven't you you've just yeah, got to, go get, you just yeah, got to get fixtures right I, I don't see any I don't see any I'm uh, just so
0: used to it being that, that that's that's the way it's always going to mm. be
1: but yeah uh, yeah go on in stick it th- in the bin th- throw it in stick it in the bin right last part of the show is any other business now normally this is kind of just a round up from, uh, from all the other bits and pieces of news so we're going to do the bits and news first and then we're going to finish on our selections for the uh, for the Wales versus Italy game which we've got next Sunday um, fan of games on a Sunday Dan? no I don't like, don't like yeah. Sunday games don't like Sunday games at all do you like it if it's someone else playing if it's like you know if it's you've got an Ireland-Scotland game on, I a, do on actually, a Sunday yeah, I quite yeah. like that it takes the edge off a bit doesn't it
0: yeah I do like yeah, if, it's, if anyone bar us yeah. it's quite nice isn't it just to sit back on a Sunday watch that um, but um, yeah for me games have always got to be on a Saturday hmm.
1: Yeah, I agree like it's, it's just this it just doesn't quite feel right to me so we'll come on and have a, a look at the team that we'd pick in a minute um, but yeah, sad news couple of well yeah a few retirements and sabbaticals to, uh, Too many. to report yeah so Eli Walker uh, you know we were talking about George North earlier they, I think they played in the same the same uh, under 18 side together and yeah. Um, so yeah he's only 25 years old and yeah had to had to call time on his his career, which has been struck with injury. Yeah, didn't look, from minute did look one. Do you remember he was, he was named against South Africa yeah. about about four years ago on the wing? And had to pull out because he yeah. was injured.
0: Yeah, every time he was involved in the squad, was not he? Would be pick up pick up a knock. Um, yeah, electric pace, deceptively yeah. strong as well.
1: Um, yeah, it's a big big shame, isn't it? Yeah, it is a big shame. I saw he took to to Twitter to post. Um, a Message kind of saying thanks yeah, for this, so and I really liked his nice attitude words. actually. He was kind of like, Look, you know, I fulfilled my dream of of um, of playing professional rugby, and thanks to you know, thanks to thanks his mother on there, and, and a lot of those things. I think actually, it was a really kind of good positive, yeah. It was half wasn't it? Yeah, he got, so, his, he got his cap, didn't he? So yeah, he did, he did. He was, um, seemed, seemed happy, but I'm sure, uh, I was be, there uh, that day actually. It was one of those warm up games, it was that yeah. warm up game against, um, was it Ireland? I can't I, think quite, it was. I can't quite remember. Yeah. Um but yeah, all the best to uh to Eli Walker. Likewise Jack Combe again, another another it's young a, player. It's a big blow. Yeah. Yeah, he's been on fire, isn't he? Really, over the last few uh just few yeah, seasons. I think you look at it and say there was been... you look at that and say there was a, a again, a huge amount of huge amount of potential and real um real shame. I think it just does get you know, it does go to show you. I don't know if it's I don't know any statistics on this about the number of players who are who are retiring young, but it just feels like the more physical the game's got in the last ten years, the more injuries you've you these kind of career ending yeah. injuries. We're probably more
0: got. we're probably more aware of it now, aren't we, because of the publicity, but certainly it is it's it's getting more and more brutal, isn't it, by the uh, by the year. So it's only gonna go it's, it's only gonna get worse with really, isn't it?
1: Well, yeah. And then the other um the other one is Ben John, who I know you're a big fan of, um, taking a sabbatical, again due to a a sustained uh, sustained number of injuries and
0: Yeah. Always be bit wary of people with two first names. But um <laughs> yeah, no, he's 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 played really well. Yeah. Really well for the Ospreys, isn't he? You know, always gets over the whitewash and um Yeah, I I I hope I do hope that he that he comes back after a year out. Um but it's probably gonna be fairly difficult, isn't it, once you've had a when you've had a year off and uh, yeah again,
1: you know, I think he's young enough in his in his career, you know, I mean look God's so, you know, Sam Walton's taking a whole year off now just to get back from um from having put his body through the through the Lions tour. So, you know, hopefully he will come back and you know, you've just got to go you've got to go safety first on this and say health comes first, doesn't it? And yeah. hopefully we'll see him see there's him back in the sort
0: of, soon. There's also the sort of mental the mental break, isn't there, and, 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 and holiday. The mental holiday really for for having a year out yeah. probably will benefit. I think we quite often I think Jed we could see quite a few more players actually yeah, taking yeah. Taking you know eight months to a you know to a year out. Well,
1: you're not going to take eight months. You'll take a year. So
0: yeah, yeah. I think this will become more and more. No, yeah. So it's
1: an interesting point. And right, there's a few other things we'll talk about those in a bit. But let's let's talk about the the side now. Before I ask you to, you know, we're going to, we're going to pick our team, and then we're going to have a look and see what we think Warren Gatlin's going to pick as well. We go in joint team, or I think we will do the usual. I'll pick the forwards. You pick the backs. Right or there.
0: yeah. Yeah, go on in. Yeah. We'll, do, we'll do
1: that. Um, but before we do that, I was going to say, do you think it's more important to blood players in this? Is that more important to to get a good idea of of the players who's going to make up his World Cup squad? Is that more important than the result and the performance against Italy?
0: I would say yes at this at this stage, and because the World Cup's there, um, but not make you know not change fifteen. Yeah. So we need to look at look we need to see certain players starting that haven't had a start or have only had, you know, one or two goes mm. um but still keep some
1: core some core partnerships all right that's what i would say yeah i like i like that mentality i think like we've seen before you know when you make wholesale changes it's usually in the autumn when it happens again you know like we yeah. saw with the georgia game yeah. that helped no one you know yeah because that, that whole game and
0: it seems to be that everyone's on on, on everyone's thinking the same with this now aren't they because if you if we change the whole front row, you're never gonna see how good, you know how good someone actually could be mm. because you're gonna you're gonna be pushed on by the players around you. So yeah. you know, if you're a scrummaging hooker and then you've got, you know, you've got two yeah, you look,
1: got two mobile two props, mobile props you, yeah. that are
0: doing doing great around the park. But that that chap is is, is his his game is gonna be built around scrummaging. It, it, it you completely dilutes the impact that player is going to have. Yeah, you can't
1: treat it like a trial game and just no. go, oh yes, chuck yes, chuck in everyone and just see how they perform. But we eventually. have done that, haven't we? Because imagine how frustrating yeah, it yeah. is. You you know you're you're really looking
0: forward, say you're playing in the centre then, and you want you know you want you want your ten, and then you've got a whole new back line. Yeah. Like, Bloody hell! I was I was really looking forward to playing you know inside or outside so and so. So it's just it, it's actually demotivating for everyone.
1: Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think we've seen enough times in the past that it it just doesn't work but yeah I'd, I'd agree with you i think we need to have a look at some different uh, some different players in there and get a gauge for you know for who's got the, the ability to play at that highest level let's, let's you're talking about the front row let's start with let's start with that then uh, i'd be inclined to make one change in here uh, so i would keep samson lee in at tight head uh, i would keep rob evans in on the loose and i would bring Elliot d in to play hooker totally i agree yeah, yeah, you know, I think I'm really obviously we, you know we we follow Elliot quite closely because he was he was good enough to come on the show just under a year ago and um, back then he you know he just busted his ankle and now he's potentially on the verge of getting his first start for Wales so I'm, I'm chuffed for him as a yeah. as a bloke um, but at the same time I think you know he's he's performed really really well coming off the bench and I think it's great to have that that competition for for positions. Ken Owens has been amazing for Wales for the last. Well, however many years, and then you know, on top of that for the Lions. But actually, I think he could probably benefit from a from a rest on this one or not playing the full game. And let's you know, let's chuck Elliot in and see if he's got the, um yeah, you know, see if he's got what it takes to to impose himself on a, 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 game, a Test match game rugby right from the start. Yeah, I'm. I'm.
0: that's that'd be exactly
1: what I would do as well. All right, so agreed on that one. Then obviously, as we know, you're a scrummaging. Scrummaging expert, boys Absolutely. will be on the falafel, falafel salads or no, throughout the week the vegan salads. Yeah, no, no abuse recently. Yeah, that's. Uh, it might change after this pod, but anyway, right second row, I'm going for one change in here as well. Um, I'm going to put Seb Davis in and take out Corey Hill. I think Corey's done really, really well. Um, again, left everything out there. You know gives everything. I think the first two games in particular, he's fantastic. Um, I didn't think he had a particularly good game against Ireland, as not you know not too many players in the pack did. Um, but I would keep Alan Win Jones in there, and I would. I'm really really keen to see what Seb Davis has got up his sleeve at that level. I don't buy into this. Is he a six? Is he an eight? Is he a lock? Out, out and out a lock for me. I think he's definitely engine room mobile. I think he's got everything in there. He's got you know he's got great handling skills he's a, enough of a lump he's decent line out option uh, i'm keen to get him in there and again see what he's see what he's got
0: yes yeah, what i'd do as well i want to see him along, alongside alan Wynn. i think he he'd be really excited about that as well wouldn't he i just hope that we don't put you know we don't put him in and then take alan Wynn out and have him alongside one of the other boys i, I think it's got to be he's got to be alongside alan wynn jones What about
1: brad davis maybe someone who's got bags of experience would that be a goer?
0: It wouldn't for me. No. Would you be
1: tempted to look at Brad Davis and Elwin Jones, or have we seen that enough times to know what those guys are capable yeah, of? Yeah, we've together? seen it.
0: We see a club. We see it week yeah. in, week out, don't we? So Seb, Seb Davis, this is this is the game for him. And then if he if he plays well, then there's a big decision to be made. Then isn't there for the yeah, Fre- yeah. for the French game because he is the future, isn't he? We all, you know, ev- I think everyone can clearly see that this guy has got something pretty special. Yeah,
1: who's it? it was, I think it was Nick Williams this week. Came out and said he's a future lion, which you know I think is a big is a That's- big. That's quite a big statement, quite um, a statement, yeah. not unthinkable, I think, um but then you've also got yeah you also got, you know, you also got Corey Ull, who is a line already, so it's uh, yeah you've yeah. got, you got those players in there
0: yeah Cory's Cory's been great, doesn't he, as you said yeah. you know this this campaign, and we, we we can't forget as well the fact that he controls the line out so and the line out in you know for the vast majority has gone well mm.
1: no you're right, it's good it's a good point, actually, I mean you know, we're so, talking about not making changes, and we've changed yeah. the hooker. And the that's and the line out captain in there. Yeah, that's where it's gonna be that's where it's
0: gonna be interesting because mm. Elliot, we know that he can scrummage and it's the throw in, it,
1: it, it it's the throwing in at times that would he's you been be Would you be tempted bit, so. to keep Corey in there as line out captain and also as his his club teammate? Well, that's I, I do think that there'll be some big decisions on
0: that call because if we, if we can't win the line out, and we've seen it before where you know, Alan wynn been Alan Wynn's been kept in our main line out. Our main line out man's been taken, you know, mm. control and it's been taken out, and we can't win. We can't win the ball. So, <clears throat> I wouldn't, I wouldn't be at all surprised if we do see Corey Hill in there. Yeah. Um. And we see we see Seb we see Seb on the bench. Okay, that's but interesting. But I, I, I do want to see him start. Would
1: you go? Would you? I I'd stick to my guns on this, and I'd say I'd start Seb Davis. I it. would, and
0: yeah, I think you know, it, it's 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 a big call out on the ball. And equally, when we come onto the backs, it, there's going to be probably a big call to be made on who's on goal kicking. All right, we've got to take a few risks. Okay,
1: um, back row then. I would make two changes here. I would keep Aaron Shingler in the sixth position. I think yep. he's shown, you know shown no signs of uh, of tiring. And again, for that, you know, I think that security brings you in the line out is is another um, is another great option in there, um, especially with Elliot two. Yeah, especially with Elliot two. I bring in Justin Tipperick at, at open side, yeah, yeah. Which I know you're probably expecting me to say James Davis there, it was. but I think that I think this is again you're going to need a bit of a bit of stability in there. To be honest, I think you know as well as Navidi's gone, I, I think it's still a bit unlucky on on Tipperick. You know, I kind of you just wonder whether because I I think he's he's such I think on his day he's a world class player, Justin Tipperick. And, you know, he might not have had the, the best of seasons, but you look how good he was on the, the Lions game, albeit in the, the tour games. Um, but I know the New Zealand public really took to him and went, God, you know, how's this guy not getting, in, not getting close to the test side? Um, I'm just such a big fan of him that I think actually this is the kind of game where he'll bring you that experience. We know what he's getting. If it's a fast and open game, we know you're not going to lose any attacking threat when Justin Tiberik's got the ball in his hands. And... Um, so I would I would stick with that, and I also just think he does he'll slow down a bit more ball, um, and you know help frustrate things at the breakdown. So I'd go for him, and I'd go bring back Toby at number eight.
0: Okay, I'd make I'd make a change there. Go on. I'd have I'd have Shinger at six, mm-hmm. Toby at eight. Mm-hmm. I'd have James. Day, I'm going James Davis, James Davis to start. Seven. Yeah, yeah, and I'm and I'm I put Tipperick on the bench, just covering everywhere. I'm a massive fan of Tipperick as well, but I just think because we know we kind of know what he can do. Yeah. And I think for James Davis if he doesn't start in if he doesn't start in this, we won't we won't see him. Um you you probably would have had him on the bench presumably Yeah, I would have. Yeah. Um I just want to see him from minute 1. Okay. Um and then Tipper can come on and cover anywhere, you know, <laughs> literally mm. any you cover yeah, anywhere in the 50s. Center, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But it is a, it is a tight call there's Ellis one, yeah. Jenkins there as well. There's but just because we haven't seen him I, I want to see him start. Gosh, Ted, you know, it's, when you, you, make over a,
1: there? you make a compelling argument there. Actually, it's a good job on not selecting the side, isn't it? Um, yeah, go on. Yeah. Oh, do a massive U-turn. Okay. Just put Cubby in. Yeah. Well, All right, Cubby in and a, a tip, lot of tips for on the that. bench. A lot right, of support do for that. Do it. Um, yeah. You know, in those regards, like because again, Cubby's so good over the ball he's also such a great attacking threat and he's a good ball carrier as well. Yeah. You're not gonna lose, you know. They they offer the same kind of some of those same although they look very, very different, they offer some of those same qualities and get deceptively quick. So if, if he starts, mm. will, will he be man of the match? God, wow, there's a statement. Um I, I I don't know. I've got no idea.
0: It's all but almost every game he plays, he's yeah. man of the match, isn't he? Yeah. Okay, then yeah. if he if he starts and he gets man of the match, does he does he does he start or feature against France? Yeah, he definitely. dropped. No, I think you have to. Do you think? Yeah, you can imagine Gatlin, the kind of out, not even in the, not even the twenty
1: three. Maybe, but I don't <laughs> see the point. You know, if, if someone if someone comes in and they're good enough, then I think you've yeah. got to, yeah, you know, you've got to, um, you got back them again into that next game. Yeah. Um. But yeah. No, you're right. I, I, let's go for it. Put him in there. I don't. You know, it's just one of those positions where there's an embarrassment of riches. You know, you got you got Thomas Young can't even get in the squad. You've got um, yeah, like you say, you've got Ellis Jenkins in there, and this is all with with Wargerton injured and stuff. So it's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, it is, and you've got Oli Ollie Griffiths as yeah. well, who's a, you know I think we'll see a lot more of um, going into next season. All right, on to the backs then. I'll let you lead this one. Okay, nine. I think we know Gareth. Yeah. Well, is it though? I don't. Know. I wouldn't be. Su- yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised to see Gatlin make a change there. Do you think? Yeah. I mean, this this kind of questioning his stamina stuff. Interesting. You know, I think he all of this kind what of is leads... that about what is that about well presumably he's seen something there that that you know and he played him right until the end in the Ireland game didn't he um, presumably he's seen something there that he's not happy with on the fitness front do yeah. so you well you think Allard might uh, I wouldn't might be surprised, surprised if, Gareth he if he, he starts bench. Allard Davis yeah, yeah. yeah would, I, you, I, would you be tempted or would you? is it all out, out and out just going Gareth Davis on that one
0: yeah I'd, I'd go with Gareth I really would because I want to see well then I want to see Patchell at 10 again okay um so for that I want to keep those so I know Alice, you know, he yeah. knows him really well as well, but keep those two. Now the centres is a centres is a difficult one because
1: do we need to see someone else? Do we need to see someone else play there? Hadley Park's definitely plays twelve for me. Yeah. But well do you think yeah, do do we do we need to see someone else play? We know if you need to see someone else play in that side, in in the centre, then I think it would be Scott Williams that would that would miss out. Yeah, I think I think Ali Parks, you are what we've got there is you know you've got someone who has been able to to offer you that brilliant balance in the centre. You know, he provides a kicking option when required. He's a natural footballer, so his distribution's great. He's solid in defence. I think he's kind of become the. The rock in that in that midfield, and I think if everyone's fully fit, it's Hadley and Foxy. But um, he's typical New Zealand, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He is. Yeah, you know, he's got all, he's got all the hallmarks of, he of not someone. Be who's, le-
0: he would not be leaving that shirt in any big game. No, no, uh, I don't. I don't think he would. Um, yeah.
1: yeah, he's just got all those all the ball skills you'd expect from someone who's who's. Yeah. Um, he won't. Know, he won't be dropped. In New be, yeah, he won't be dropped
0: because because of the ten. I think we'll. I don't think we'll play bigger at ten, so he'll he'll, he'll be there. But it, I just wanted to throw that out to you, to see whether you whether you, you you change the centers up for this. But they have they have been, if we look at Italy, Italy's mm. strengths, they've been they've actually been quite creative, yeah. And of course, caused you know, caused some of the teams
1: troubles, you know, on 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 the outside, haven't they? So, well, the other the other thing I would say, and this would lean me to picking. Parks and Williams once again. Actually, as much as I, as you know, I really rate Owen Watkin and I want to see him get some game time. I would be tempted to stick the same because I think you're going to have to make changes in the in the back three. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. That's what I'd be going for. But you, you make the call.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm sticking with. I'm sticking with the same. So Hadley, Hadley and Scott. All right. Um, Changing the back there. North comes in on the wing. Okay. Okay. Steph Evans keeps his place. Keeps his place, yeah. I think he's played really well this campaign. Yeah. Considering what happened in the autumn. And Liam <coughs> Liam's in at full back.
1: no room for half penny.
0: No, nope, Liam's in at full back, so the big the big call there is the kick is the kick in, isn't it? Yeah. Um
1: patch up to it. Is he international class kicker?
0: We don't know, do we? Because we haven't seen enough of him. Probably not. But I think I'm hoping that against against Italy, we're not going to be relying on we're not going to be relying on kicks to win it. Yeah, um, even with
1: a much changed lineup. Yeah, I
0: just I think we've got to be we've got to be bold we've got to be bold with this, haven't we? And if Halfpenny does get, we're relying so much on Halfpenny as we know that if he mm. if he gets injured and uh, there is there's obviously there's every chance in, the, in, the, in these times, isn't there? Um, we need to see someone we need to see someone else play in there. And I just think it's too, you know, we can't go back to, you know, slotting in bigger because mm. we need the we need the goal goalkeeper. And I think we've got to be bold. We've got to go for it. And if we can't do it against Italy,
1: then we might as well pack up. Fair point. Were you tempted to look at Josh Adams, Halem Amos yeah. into the into the back three as well?
0: Yeah, I was tempted. But I think Steph, is, Steph seems to be getting better and better. And I yeah, think I agree with you on that. I think it he's is, a confidence uh, player as well, he, isn't he? He is, yeah. And on in the international stage... I just think the more game time we can give him before the World Cup, the better he's going to become. You know, defensively and and you know both both attacking as well. Yeah. Um, North, I think North, North looks sharp. Um, I quite like the fact he didn't turn up for for Northampton. <laughs> um, hopefully, it means he's going to be absolutely absolutely on the money come the weekend.
1: Um, what do you make of this argument? Uh, a fair few people have suggested he should have come off the bench and slotted into the centre berth.
0: For me, he's not a centre. No, I don't think he's. I,
1: I, I, I. think you can do it at a push. Uh,
0: yeah, I, 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 really worry about mm. about him playing the centre. I know that he's done okay, but I just fear that he's he'll get absolutely turned inside out because it's such a, it's such a difficult, pos, you know, a pos, uh, positional, mm. um, you know, position that you can get caught. You can get caught, and he, he often gets caught on the wing. Mm. So, uh, I, I fear for him there. I'd have him on the wing. He's a winger, um, and um. Yeah, so he comes in. Then we all want to see Liam, don't we? At fullback, look at the Lions. You know, is electric. One at times, um, and this is the game. This is the game for it. Yeah. And if it goes well, then maybe we can roll that out against against. Does Francis, he go on right? his
1: own too often from fullback? We know what he's capable of. You know that that amazing break for the Lions. But does well, the, he look at it? Does he look? To, the, is he almost kind of trying to do too much from fullback when he plays there?
0: yeah I think he does. I mean the Welsh management have a question mark over the his passing ability don't mm. they? he doesn't pass the ball enough um but again it's it's if we're gonna back we you know liam's there for his running, isn't he so if everyone if everyone knows that that's what he's pretty much gonna do equally they you know they know but they've gotta try and stop him, and we know we've just gotta get back we've gotta get back quicker haven't we so you know steph I think. Actually, has a lot going on upstairs in terms of, you know, tracking back and and working things out, and he sometimes gets caught a little bit, but it's not for the lack of trying. Mm. Um, so I think those th- those two will, will work really well together, and then North, the the big one is on North, f- slotting in and helping him out.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's that back three you've selected there is you've picked it for attacking purposes. It's not a yeah. defensive back three, that is it. Yeah. You know, like you say, it's question marks over Steph and North. Um, yes it's a bit i mean i i
0: want honestly us put put forty five fifty points on on Italy I think we've been devastating when we've had the ball. We just need to make sure we get the ball that's why it's massive in the line out isn't it yeah, we, we've, yeah. we've, we've, we've got to win we've got to win our set piece um so it's a it's a huge shout going with the changes the changes we've made because the line out going to be totally different but if we get all that ball that back line is going to be going to do some damage
1: all right and then just quickly on the on the bench.
0: Bench, what would you have on the bench?
1: Well, I think you've got, uh, for me, I think Nicky, with Win, with Wyn Jones missing out of injury, was, which is yeah. a massive shame. I think he's been playing really yes, well. Yes. Yeah. Um, and again, was probably putting his hand up for a start, actually. I would yes. go, yeah, so I'd go Nicky Smith, Tom Francis, and I would put Ken on the bench.
0: You would, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then I would, so if we're saying we're going with Seb and Alan Win Jones, I would go for... I think I go for Brad again, just yeah, just to give you, not, just to give you some impact. You not know. Corey, just in
0: case. Say the line-out's completely failing. Yeah, then you've got Ken on the bench, and 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 Corey, so we can we can whip them we can whip them both on.
1: Yeah, no, I'm backing. You, you I'm backing that, and you know, I think if yep. you need to, yeah, how many how many games of Bradley Davis and Alan and Jones started together? You know, I think if yep. you need to if you need to show it up, I wouldn't be worried about it, bringing on Bradley Davis and Ken Owens. Yeah, uh, and then yeah, as we said. Um, given the U-turn, I'm going with Tipric Yep. as your back row cover. Um, I would go with Thomas Williams on the bench. You know, I think I think you kind of, again, I think we've seen what you're going to get from Alec Davis. I think Thomas Williams is, a, is kind of a, a bit of an unknown quantity. I think he's got something about him that I'm really kind of keen to see whether he's, he's, he's got the whole, kind of the whole package at international level. So I'd have him on the bench. I think he adds a lot of impact. Uh, ups the tempo, as you would say. Um, and, <laughs> And then yeah, I suppose you then you're slotting in Anskom. For the record, I think Gatlin will start Anskom. That seems to be the common, um, the what's the words? the common consensus. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I will go Anskom on the bench and then uh, back three. There's no point putting Halfpenny on the bench. I don't think so. I'd probably go with maybe Hal Amos. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. I I got it. I I think as what I think he'll start Anscombe at uh, at ten as well. Yeah. we know that he's a massive fan of Hanscom
1: of, of if you started Anskim at 10 though play patch at 15 I would yeah I'm so keen I'm so keen to see it but again maybe it's you know it doesn't give you a true representation if you're playing Italy but I don't know I'd go with it I'd go I would, with those dual think, playmakers yeah
0: absolutely you can that I mean bloody hell how exciting would that be because mm. they'll be still be interchanging won't yeah. they um, I love the way Anscombe sort of drops. Gives you a left and right option. Yeah, he drops back as well. Mm. Patchel Patch um, can slot in at 10. Both running threats. Yeah, they, they can just mix it up. Um, I wouldn't be surprised at all if we see that. Yeah, my really? Mind. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not well, sure. I, mean, well, you're you're I mean Anscombe at 10, sorry. Oh, right. oh yeah, um, we will see Anscombe at 10. I, I, I think, think because there is quite a few changes, we probably will see half uh, Halfpenny fuller.
1: Fair enough. All right then. Uh, and then two final things to, to finish on. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this, the amazingly named Blade Thompson who's off to the sky. Great name. It's a great name and perfect. You've got to be good with well. a name like that. You've got I've got to be a, adding cutting edge. Bring in a uh... Oh god, I, yeah. I should really have some more blade related puns up my sleeve, but <laughs> it's far too late on a Sunday night for that. But what he did manage to bring was uh, an absurd offload, which if you haven't seen, um I think we've retweeted it on the He's related uh, the to account. Type then, isn't he? It looks that way, doesn't it? So it looks like it looks it like already. they've done it again. Um brilliant bit of work. It did. And then yeah, just a quick shout out for Jonathan Davis as well, who's uh uh, again, this emerged on social media earlier this, this week. Was uh, giving uh, nurses lifts to and from the heath uh, in his car amidst all the snow. What a legend! Big, uh, yeah, big respect for that. You got you got to kind of take your hat off when you see that kind of baby there's, there's any the female nurses they <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Couldn't couldn't possibly comment if there's anything uh, untoward there. But yeah, ama- amazing there. Uh, yeah, not great work. Awesome. Well, that brings us to a conclusion for another week. Um, obviously, we've got the Italy game to look forward to. Uh, we're going to be heading down to Cardiff for the uh, for the France game, the last one of the the, the last one of the Six Nations, uh, which hopefully, you know, we'll, again we'll have another exciting game to watch. Uh, the Last time, last time I went down for the Scotland game. That was. Uh, that was a, an amazing atmosphere, so we'll be down there for that one, and hopefully we're going to be recording a couple of specials while we're down there, which I'm really, yeah. really excited about.
0: Make sure you don't forget the mic this time. Oh, God, yeah, that's it. That was like something I would have done.
1: Yeah, it was really, wouldn't it? Can you so imagine yeah. the stick you would have given me as well? Yeah, I know. I, you'd you'd have, still be hearing about it. Yeah, I know. you heard about it on air every single yeah. week if I, if if you'd done that, but um, yeah, really, really exciting. So I don't want to say who the guests are for fear of jinxing it, um, but... Rest assured, when we've got those in the can, we'll be we'll be publicising them. So yeah, many thanks for listening. Keep doing it. Tell your mates, uh, anyone you think who's a, who's a big fan of Welsh rugby, tell them to listen to it. Um, if you enjoy it, leave. Us, oh, we do have a review to mention as well, which uh, which I forgot to do uh, last week. Um, but yeah, if you leave us a review, we'll always make sure we give you um, we give you a shout out because uh, it's it's one of those things where it just makes it a lot easier for people to find. The more reviews we get, the easier it is for, for fellow. Uh, Welsh rugby fans to to find this podcast and to uh, to get in touch with us. So uh, yeah, make sure um, make sure that you do that. So a big uh, yeah, big thanks to Tommy Wilcox. So has been listening, been listening from the start. Um, never dull, always informative. A great listen for Welsh rugby fans. Keep up the good work. So big thanks to Tommy to uh, for for sending that review on and leaving it on iTunes. Uh, and yeah, if you want to get in touch with us, do so at attacking scrum on twitter you can find our facebook page and make sure you join the facebook group as well which is just called wales rugby fans Uh, and we'll be back to chat to you next week sports social podcast network